What's going on, RB? Welcome into Red Zone Radio. I am Robert Wampler. Great to be here. Great to have you. Just to remind you, listen to Red Zone Radio, I heard radio app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere that you get your podcast. All right, so it was a very, very interesting weekend of NBA basketball. Uh, listen, I, I thought that series with Brooklyn was over. The Bucks have came back. That series is tied up 2-2. Obviously, Kyrie, James Harden are out. Not good for Brooklyn. Tonight, we got the Hawks and the 76ers, Jazz and the Clippers. Tonight, we got Bucks and Nets tomorrow night. So, we got a lot of sports going on. Um, and I cannot wait to watch it. Also, a, a few minor NFL stories going on. And look, I, I want to talk some more NFL. Uh, I don't just want to talk about basketball. I understand it's basketball season. Uh, normally, in football, I normally only cover football. I've been trying to cover some NFL and college football stories. Obviously, I talked about the expansion the other day. And uh, it's some NFL stories. But like today, you know, there's a story out there. Everyone's really overreacting to it. Le'Veon Bell says he'll never play again for Andy Reid and his career. He'll threaten retirement. And it's just like, who cares? Uh Andy Reid's going to win more Super Bowls, going to keep coaching Kansas City, and Le'Veon Bell's going to find a roster spot somewhere most likely. I mean, it, it's not a big deal to me. I don't think it says anything about Andy Reid. I think it says more about Le'Veon Bell because he appears to have had the same problem in Pittsburgh. But to me, I'm not going to uh, sit up here and talk about that story for for all day. Uh, I'd rather talk about some actual games that are going on. So I want to go to, tonight, the Hawks and 76ers. Now I said I think the Hawks are going to win this series. I think Trey Young can shoot. The 76ers can't shoot. And that series is currently 2-1. 76ers have been winning, and they look dominant right now. And look, tonight, obviously, tonight's a must-win for Atlanta. You can't go down 3-1 and then go back to Philadelphia expecting to win that series or possibly even another game. But with that being said, I think they have a good chance tonight. I think they're at home, and they realize how important this game is. I think Trey Young's going to come out, struggle a little bit. These past two games, I think he's going to come out. I think he's going to ball out. And I think they're going to force, uh, not force, obviously, because even if they lose tonight, the series is not technically over. But I think they're going to even up this series, and we're going to have a really good series, potentially going to seven games. I'm picking the Hawks tonight. I know I've picked them before. And look, the reason why I'm picking the Hawks over the 76ers is because of one thing. And it's the fact that the 76ers are a really good team, and they can play in the paint really well. And Joel Embiid's maybe the best center, uh, you know, between him and Jokic, the best centers in the NBA, and they're both phenomenal. And and Ben Simmons can do other things other than shoot. But with that being said, this team is also extremely consistent. Out of all the teams left in the playoffs, the Nuggets got eliminated last night. I'm going to talk about that in, in a little bit. But the Nuggets got eliminated last night. Out of all the teams left in the playoffs today, the team that I would say has the lowest ceiling is the Hawks. They have barely any size. Trey Young barely has a number three, a number two, or a number three. He's by far the best player on that team, and he's a young, young superstar. He's he's a superstar, but he's young. When you look at all the other teams, the 76ers have a pretty big ceiling. Dominant in the paint, can go toe-to-toe with anybody. The Bucks have a big ceiling. Giannis. And Drew Holiday and all these players. The Nets, with all their players healthy, their ceiling is probably the highest in the NBA. The Clippers, extremely high ceiling, extreme talent. The Jazz, extreme talent, extreme efficiency. Their ceiling's high. The Hawks have a low ceiling. They're far more consistent than the 76ers. I'm not going to say they're more consistent than some of the other teams, but they're more consistent than some of these high ceiling teams. Clippers, 
uh, you know, I, I'll say the Bucks because they obviously lost the first two games, and the only reason why I won the other two, uh, I mean, they're a tremendous team, but the only reason why they won the other two is because the superstars were out. Maybe got some calls. So this argument of the Hawks are good, but I don't think they can beat the 76ers, I think it's flawed because I, I, I'm not saying the Hawks are going to win the series. I picked them to win the series, and I'm still sticking with it. And I'm not saying I'm 100% confident and 100% sure, and it's not a guarantee. But if I had a pick today, even with the Hawks down 2-1, I'm picking them to win the series because they are just far more consistent than some of these other teams out there and and especially with Trey Young, I think they're going to shoot the lights out of the 76ers tonight. And I think they're going to win this game at the very least. And I think it's going to be 2-2. So I would bet the Hawks tonight. All right, let's talk about the Nuggets. So obviously, look, Jokic was, uh, he was ejected last night in a foul. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think he should have been ejected. Maybe, uh, you know, a foul, a, a flagrant run, sure. But a flagrant two to eject him was a little excessive to me. But even, n- nonetheless... The Suns are going to win that series. They were up 3-0. Um, and, and honestly, they probably won't win that game with Jokic. But even if they would have, they would have just forced a game five. This The Nuggets won't win the series. I'm not saying that means that Jokic, he deserved to be kicked out just because they were going to lose and it doesn't make a difference. But uh, the Suns were going to win that series and they advance. I want to talk about the Nuggets for a second. Because isn't it funny how sometimes in sports, whether it's the NFL or the NBA, or MLP for that matter, uh, in college football, a team can lose, and you're like, they can lose and be eliminated in the playoffs in the first round. Maybe they don't make it to the playoffs, but they can lose, and their season can be over. But you're like, that future is bright. Like you're looking at, you're looking at the Bills. They make it to the AFC Championship and they lose to the Chiefs. But but at the end of that game, yeah, they lost. But you're like, their future is very bright. They can definitely win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. You're looking at, you're looking at the Nuggets. You're like, you know what? They lost. They got swept round two, but that future is bright. They had a lot of injuries this year. Jamal Murray obviously was was a, was that kind of backcourt threat that Denver just didn't have. And and Jokic did an incredible job. That's why he won the MVP. He did an incredible job of carrying that team, beating Portland the first round and taking them the second round. And they did a tremendous job making it that far in the playoffs. And they lose and they get swept. Now the Lakers they lost in the first round. And they lost to the same exact team, and they actually forced more games than the Nuggets did against that team. But when the Lakers lost, I'm, everyone, including Lakers fans, including LeBron, was probably looking at like, we have got to, we, we've got to go back to drawing board. We've got to figure out a some sort of plan, trade some guys, obviously, but we got to figure out some sort of plan with AD because him getting hurt this much is not going to cut it. We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose more games like this if this keeps happening, and it will. History shows you it will. He'll keep getting hurt. With the Nuggets, although lost, losing the same team in a fewer amount of games, getting swept, not even winning game, their future today looks brighter than the Lakers, and the Lakers have LeBron. The Nuggets got Jokic, and they got Jamal Murray, and they'll get some more free agents, and all those players are young, and 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 they get Jamal Murray back. And maybe a potential other free agent. That team's going to be dangerous. And today, we're sitting here to talk about the Lakers. We don't know what they're going to be next to. We don't know if they're going to trade Andre Drummond. We don't know what's going to happen. And we don't know what's going to happen with LeBron. Is he going to come back next year like he always does and prove everyone that, hey, I'm still, I can still play with the young guys in this league? Because in the playoffs, it wasn't looking that way. No. Maybe after a few months rest, 
starting in a normal starting a normal season, doing a normal season again next year where the playoffs where the finals are in June. Season starts in October. That's maybe maybe that will happen. Maybe he'll get more rest and he'll come back as normal. But I'm just saying for the Nuggets today, their future looks brighter than the Lakers. And even though they got swept last night, you know, because he got ejected, you you had yourself an MVP, you made yourself relevant, and he didn't even have Jamal Murray. When Jamal Murray comes back, this team's going to be really good, and they can make it to the Western Conference Finals. And with Jamal Murray, I believe they could have beat either the Lakers or the Suns. I'm not saying they would have, but they could have beat either of those teams. So uh, there, there is what there is my takeaway for the Nuggets after last night's game. Now, as for the Suns, they advanced to the Western Conference Finals. Good to see them good again. I, I love it when we see bad teams that, that are just, you know, like the Knicks, uh, the Browns, um, these teams that, that, that finally end just that just that misery for their fans. They just finally end and they actually start being relevant, start being some of these giants again. And the Suns have done that with Chris Paul. And it's great to Chris Paul. Kudos to Chris Paul. He's been a great, he's been a great influence, a great leader for that team, p- scoring, passing, letting Devin Booker do his thing, letting all these guys on the Suns team doing their thing. Um, and look, the Suns are going to get first. So first of all, Chris Paul is a veteran, is a is a veteran point guard. And it's, so he obviously needs some rest. And he's going to get it because these other series right now are tight. Uh, you're looking at the, at the other teams in the Western Conference Finals. That series with the Jazz and the Clippers right now, that's 2-1. And there's a good chance that the Clippers win tonight, which they definitely can. 2-2, I mean, that series is going to go at least six, possibly seven games. And if the Clippers do end up coming out of that series in seven or in six, uh, they just had to go to a seven-game series the previous series with the with the Mavericks. So it's looking good for the Suns. They get rest and uh, potentially... Be, being able to be more rested in that in that Western Conference Finals series, and when we look at the Eastern Conference Finals, obviously we're getting kind of ahead of ourselves here. But when we look at the Eastern Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference teams, all those series right now, the Bucks two two with the with the Nets, so that series is going to go to at least six, possibly seven games. They're going to have to go and and by the way, I think the Bucks or the Nets are going to beat the Hawks or the Seventy Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals. And that and that those Eastern Conference Finals could go six or seven games. So when you're looking at this, there's a good chance Phoenix could be well rested in the Western Conference Finals. They they're going to be more rested possibly in the NBA Finals if they advance. And I just think that that Phoenix. I'm not saying they're going to win all, but they are looking really good right now, playing better than anybody in the NBA right now. Have their stars healthy, have plenty of rest, and Chris Paul does not look like he's slowing down at all. Uh, so Phoenix is looking really good right now, and uh, Denver's future is looking bright. Okay, I want to go to the Clippers and the Jets. So Jets currently that series two one. I just said that's tonight. I think that series obviously it's going to go six or seven games. Um, Utah obviously lost last game, and 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 obviously you know the media is responsible for this. Uh, I you know I, I might be partially responsible for this, but I don't really consider my. I mean, I do a podcast. I don't really consider myself the media. I'm not. I mean, I'm not that high on the on the step chart here. Um, so mainly the media, they are responsible for just way overreacting one way or the other over one game in a series. Okay, so I saw the Jazz beat the Clippers two games in a row, and yeah, they were close to any score, but the Jazz dominated both those games mentally, physically. The Clippers come back and win one game, and everyone's like, oh, 
They're going to win the series. The Jazz aren't winning another game. And it just... The Clippers now find themselves two series in a row where they were down 2-0. And the Clippers are a team that, although talented, they just have this... They just have this kind of carefree aroma to them. They just have this kind of carefree, you know, we're down 2-0, we're fine. And a lot of times, that's great to have a non-panic button where you are just not panicking and you're calm and you can and you can keep your wits about you and you can and you could still win the series. So they did it get and they did it round one against the depleted maps. And they might possibly, I'm not picking them in this series, and they might possibly do it round two against the Jazz, who, although very efficient and very talented, Devon and Mitchell uh, has an injury. This team is, 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 is not depleted, but they don't have the firepower of an offensive Nets team at fully healthy. Or they don't have the defensive level that the Bucks do. And the Clippers are extremely talented, high ceiling, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Rashawn Rondo. Uh, people can shoot on that team. I mean, I mean, it's just it's Ty Lewis, the coach, proven to be a good coach. And, and the carefree isn't bad. But there's such thing as too calm. One time I was going kayaking uh, with some of my, you know, with some of my good friends, and they are, you know, it was like my first time kayaking. And they're, they've they been kayaking for years and years. They know how to kayak. You know, expert kayakers, they know how to do it. Um, and we're out there, and and they tell me, they wanted me to practice essentially flipping my kayak so that I could get back in it. And it, it, so that if the situation actually happened where we're going downstream or whatever and it flips, I know how to get back in it. And they told me, they said, listen, when you flip over, you don't want to start flailing your arms and start splashing around because then you're just you're going to tire yourself out and you're not going to be able to get back in the boat if you're flailing around and, and you know, panicking. And that's true. And you don't want to panic. They said calmly, when you flip the kayak, they said calmly, swim over to it, get on it, and flip it back over so you get back in it. And, and that's good to do. But the other option that they gave me Outside of not panicking, it's not to just sit in the water and let the kayak float away. And I'm scared for the for the Clippers that one of these times they're just gonna sit in the water and let the kayak float away. They're gonna flip their kayak and they're gonna be so calm they're just gonna let the let the kayak float away and they're just gonna let the series go away. And the Clippers are a team that if they lose this year, I mean this is this is kind of what they are. They're a team that has a high ceiling. For whatever reason, they just cannot find a leader. They can't find the coach. They can't find whoever. And they are a team that, although talented enough to win the NBA Finals, make it to the NBA Finals, will only make it to the second round or possibly the Western Conference Finals. All right, well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Original Radio. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great day. I'm Robert Wampler. See you next time on Red Zone Radio.